0: Ramblers, let's get rambling. Ramblers, let's get rambling. And welcome to another edition of Ramble with Russell Extra, the home of intelligent rambling right here on the TalkShoe Network and one of Ontario's longest-running single-hosted pop culture podcasts in Ontario. I'm your host, Russell. A terrific show lined up for you today and a, la- and a couple of things left over, if you will, from the previous episode. Now, normally I act like a big palomber, and I did enough of that in the last show so I'm just going to go right into what's on this edition of extras because occasionally I just run out of time to talk about everything. And I like to keep these shows kind of tight as much as I can. So <laughs> what is on the show today? Both releases are courtesy of the great folks at Warner Brothers Home Entertainment and, and uh, HBO as well. And they are two TV shows for review, uh, both on Blu-ray First will be Love Calf Country, the complete first season. And the second is the undoing HBO limited series on Blu-ray as well. And if that wasn't enough, uh, what I'm going to throw in as well, because, you know, I'm a generous soul, and I have so much I need to get through. And that is the life of us sometimes, the feast of famine. I'm going to throw in my digital review of the movie Soul, courtesy of... Walt Disney Home Entertainment. So just chock-a-block full of stuff for you on today's program. So those are going to be the things we're going to talk about today. Normally, I would have a lot of palaver, but I kind of said all I need to say at the time. So we're going to take a quick little musical interlude and be right up with our reviews for this of Extra. first TV show on Blu-ray review for this episode is Lovecraft Country, the complete first season, courtesy of the great folks at Warner Brothers Home Entertainment. Warner Brothers Home Entertainment sent me a copy of this video to review on my podcast. The opinions I share are my own. Now, I had heard about this this show a while ago, and I've been waiting, 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 waiting for this to hit video to check it out. Because, you know, H.P. Lovecraft is one of those writers, if you know, like Cthulhu. If you've ever heard of that name... Yeah, he's behind it. And he always had, like, a mind of... He created creatures that were just kind of out there. And, when I, you know, in my, in my recent interview or review I did with Rick and Morty, a lot of those character designs were very Lovecraftian to me. So, you know, I've always had interest in this. And this show, the show is... Now, this show was, was executive produced by Jordan Peele. Now, of course, a lot of you are thinking... Jordan Peele, well, Russ, you've mentioned that name before. Yeah, he's he was one of the minds behind the recent redo of The Twilight Zone. Now, if you long-term listeners remember, that new Twilight Zone, <sighs> there were times where it got a little wokey for me, and and there are times in this show it it, it kind of approaches that, especially, you know, the uh, the Twilight Zone, the episode of, of that that family that was trying to take their kid to school. <laughs> And there, there are times in this show it, it approaches it, but doesn't go as far as it could. This, in Lovecraft Country, it's set in America, 1950s. And if you know your history books, America, in the 1950s was not a really safe place to be if you were African-American. Whew, it, it was a dangerous time. It was a time in the world where there were certain cities in the South where they were sundown towns. <laughs> and these were towns where, if any, uh, you know, black African American person was caught outside when the sun went down, that gave white people, Caucasians, the right to beat the living crap out of them all they wanted to. And that is horrible. I don't know if it was anywhere else, but in the States, that is a legit thing. If you Google it, it's there. And so this is the era that it's set in where 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 there was a real color line in america and, and that's the setting. now th- this is very much one of these shows that revolves around the family and it's very and it's very uh, kind of a magic show and and gave me a lot of true blood vibes to it, and i'll I'll get into that as i as I review it. that The family falls around. The um the kind of the uh, the Freeman family and everybody kind of associated with them. Your main lead in this one is the character of Atticus Freeman or Tick, as he's called a lot in the show, and who's just come back, from, I believe, the Korean War to to his to his family, and he's he, in the whole point of his show. He's kind of reclaiming his birthright. We find out as it goes on that his his father was really and his family has a history of magic. But it's also tied in with this kind of white Caucasian family as well. And it's his, him kind of trying to reclaim that magic back. That's the the story of it. And when I first heard about the show, and and especially from another reviewer on YouTube when I watch a lot, there was this big impression, oh, it's an anthology show. It's like, you know, American Horror Story and all the episodes aren't related and they're not tied together. And a lot of people are like, oh, I don't want to watch the anthology show on that. And I can tell you, Ramblers, it's not. It's not an anthology show. All these episodes, they all tie in. A lot of people gave up after five of them. It's a 10-episode series. And I encourage you, don't. They they do at times it seems a lot of it seems kind of like out there and there's one point in the season where we jump to Korea and it's a lot of subtitling you're going like, how is this relating to the main plot and it, it does tie in it does it all makes sense and by the end there is a payoff to this so you have you have you know Atticus Freeman he's the main one you also your main leads are the character of Leti, Let, Letia, or Letty Lewis played by um, Journey Smol- Smollett. And in the character of Attica is played by Jonathan Majors. Uh, I agree with a lot of people. Look out for this guy. He is so good in this show. And then your, your other um, characters, you have Hippolyta Freeman, played by, by uh, Anun Genu Ellis. I'm probably butchering your name. She is like the um, <laughs> the aunt, I guess to 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 Atticus in this one. And then you have uh Ruby Batiste, who is the sister of Letty, although I don't know why the last name thing isn't working. <laughs> and then you have uh the um you have Montrose Freeman which is which is the um the father of Atticus who we find more and more about him as as the, the series goes on. And and then you have his, his uncle is in this one as well. Attic is his uncle. And who he's a lot closer to. in the, So that, that's kind of the family. And it, it really has become a family. And this this show, it, it covers so many genres. Like the first, like the opening segment. Like the opening one of the first episodes, like way, I got aliens and the worlds. And it's like right out there. You're like, like a bit of John Carter thrown in. And it's like, woo! And you can't... You can't totally judge it by the opening bit of it. it. It's there, and there's... It goes all over the place, and there's a lot of horror, and it and, and it's an HBO show, so I'm going to tell you, Ramblers, if you're squeamish, not the show for you. There's a lot of blood, a lot of gore. There's also... Um, the, the the main message in this show, and it, and it somewhat... May be slightly uncomfortable at times watching this as a Caucasian. Although <laughs> you get into this story, and a lot of the characters, I kind of forget they they are you know a black family until certain things go. Oh oh yeah, they're they're black because things come <laughs> out because of the racism, and there are times where the racism it it would make some people uncomfortable, and there there's some violent scenes and like there's some monsters and they are just right out there (laughs) and there's some violence and it's just really brutal i'm gonna warn y'all it's not a show to watch around kids and and there's a message in it but it's subtle and you kind of see it but you you don't it's not till later when you watch the extras that you're going oh, yeah, I see what you're doing there. And this is very much a show where, you know, the African-American families, they're, it's like, they're good, white people are bad. Because <laughs> all the Caucasians, white people in here are just evil. There's, like, no token, like, well, you know, at least some whiteys are nice. It's, it's not, that. It's it's all, it makes me ashamed of my race, almost a little bit, like, Damn, we were 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 we as a race that bad back then. Really? And 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 so it's there and and in the extras they 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 go, "Yeah, we were really trying to hammer a point in here." Because the monsters in it, there's a bunch of them that they're all pale skin monsters. And there's one later on that's dark skin and he behaves a little different. And so you know, there's that. I mean, there's one point where 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 the the white people in this are just real jerks, and and to 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 really be jerks, they they, they park a bunch of their cars in front of this house where a lot of the, the you know main leads are staying, and they 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 literally tie bricks to their horns, you know, really killing the batteries in their car, but they don't care. So it's just constant outside this house. <laughs> like wow, that's a super jerk move to do. Kind of thing. So, <laughs> it's like, all right, kill the battery, regard just to be jerks. The the effects in this are pretty good though. I mean, this we get into a point near the end and it gets really trippy, and and crazy, and and really out there. And and don't there there are characters like this is a season where some characters do not make it to the end of the show. I'm not going to tell you who, but some characters do not survive for a second season. And if the show gets a second season, I I really don't know where it's going to go. <laughs> it's just so wacky. And there's one, and there's, there's this character in this show that does shape shifting and the shape shifting is done in such a violent and bloody way. I have never seen it done this way before in fiction. And it is, it is really how it's, it's like, wow, that is the most violent, goriest way to shapeshift I've ever seen. So be prepared. It is, it is a very, very violent show. (laughs) And, 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 you know, it it's it might make you uncomfortable a little bit when it comes to racism. Uh, the quotes in this, smart, gripping, and wonderfully wild. It is wild time. <laughs> it's a crazy show. For those wanting a lot of Lovecraft stuff, it is referenced, but it's not like wall-to-wall. It's used as MacGuffin as a tool, but, you know it's it's not what the whole thing's about and then, and give it a chance it, it it is a slow burn to start, but don't like some people gave up after five episodes and don't if 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 you don't like all, if you're squeamish or you're a little prudish it may not be for you but i i I liked it and I, and I totally forgot about the colors of the characters until the show deliberately said, oh by the way, yeah, they're black oh by the way, yeah, they're black and To me, a good story, you forget about how the characters look like. You just get invested in the characters. All right, so for features, quite a bit on two Blu-rays, you get, uh, oh, Orinthea Blue and the Imagination of Diana Freeman because these are actually based on books. And they do admit that they did change a lot of things from the books and the characters in the story, which is very meta, actually reference that. Ah, uh, you get uh, Lovecraft Country: Compendium of Horrors. Lots of small little featurettes. Like there's eight expanding ones on on the characters, and 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 on the the making of the show, and that's where they get into like, yeah, we really wanted to <clears throat> make a message. Lots of pop culture references in here, from Goonies to Raiders, to a bunch of stuff. And so if you know your pop culture, and a lot of them are saying like they want to reclaim it on behalf of their race. They want to say, no, you know, yeah, we like all this stuff too. So we're going to make reference to it cuz you know, it's not just white people like this these kind of stories. So good on you. Um and 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 the the nods are nice uh to it, especially the Goonies one. You just gotta look careful. So, overall, it's a fun show. Uh <laughs> I encourage you to watch near the end and and where it goes for the second season, I I don't know. I'm really curious to see because you know, uh, we'll see how it goes. So that is my take of Lovecraft Country on Blu-ray, courtesy of the great folks of Warner Brothers Home Entertainment and courtesy of HBO Home Entertainment. Mm-hmm.
1: Put a spell on you. your mind. You better stop the things you do. Better know, Daddy. I can't stand it because you put me down. I put a spell on you because you're mine. You're mine.
0: TV show on Blair Review for this episode is The Undoing, courtesy of Warner Brothers Home Entertainment and HBO Home Entertainment. Warner Brothers Home Entertainment sent me a copy of this TV show to review on this podcast. The opinions I share are my own. Now, this is the mini series I didn't hear a lot of beginning with, but Nicole Kidman, Lord mighty, she is a busy woman when it comes to working for HBO. We just had her in Big, big uh, Little Lies not too long ago, and she's back at it again doing more TV work. This time around, she teams up with Hugh Grant, which man, he is just—he's you know, aging quite well—and they play uh, a couple. She is a psychologist uh, named Grace Fraser, and her husband Jonathan Fraser, and he is a pediatric surgeon. Now, they leave uh, you know at the start of this six-episode limited series a pretty good, idyllic life. They have a really nice place to live. They have a, a really smart son named Henry uh, who's who's going to a fancy board, you know fancy school played by uh, Noah Jupe. and and life is good. And then it's revealed uh, that that Jonathan um, was having an affair with a young woman who shows up at at a fundraising meeting uh, with with grace who <laughs> who also has a young child in the same school as noah and that girl uh elena Alves is played by matilda deangelis and although her role in the the show is really limited it's it's so she, she's really good at being creepy at this so early on in the episode she shows up you know at this meeting she's like she breastfeeds a baby right in front of the woman like i'm just gonna do that and not even ask And then, uh, and then later on, she, she shows up like Grace is at her gym and she just shows up in front of her, like totally naked going, Hey, how you doing? Like totally naked. I was like, what the hell is going on here? And then we find out that, that she has been having an affair with Jonathan and actually has had a baby with Jonathan. And then, then they both, um, and then they all attend a big fundraiser for the school. And then right after that fundraiser, uh, Elena is found dead in her place with her head literally smashed in. Like there's nothing left of her head. Now, I see this and I'm thinking, oh, well, there's no way identified identify the body because the head, you can't really tell. And I'm thinking, oh, there's going to be a twist to it. And no, it's not the twist that happens that I'm thinking. Because when you see a body, it's not identifiable. Like, is the person really dead? (laughs) <laughs> that kind of thing. So as this six-episode uh, series goes on, Jonathan gets put on trial for Elena's murder, and the undoing is that marriage and that relationship. And and Tom Knox and Knox Marks go to all, all the leads in this one, like Noah. It's Noah jo- uh, Juppie he's so good as, as this kid. I mean, he, look out for him. This kid has a future. And then, you know, Top Mark's go to the guy actor, actor played Miguel Alves. uh, Eden Alexander, he plays a very good kind of like husband of the woman that is dead. Sort of thing. So there's a lot of tension in it. Nicole, I mean, everything I watch her in, she is just the top of her form. And she is just really good. And the chemistry between her and Hugh Grant works really well and his his character in it is really interesting and also part of the cast donald sutherland is is uh is 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 grace's father and then that's like dang and he he is a machine he is still going and he he does these scenes he's one where his facial expression is just like damn donald you're just gonna keep going till you're done aren't you so it's very much a mystery. And again, it's an HBO show. So there are scenes of really nasty violence. There is, I believe, yeah, there is definitely nudity. Let's <laughs> see with the girl. And, and so it it is not a show for kids. I, I like the 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 relationship dynamic is really good. And the ending is is quite something really yeah, guessing. And will there be uh a second season, because you know, she was in that other Big Little Lies, and that ended up in a second season, even though it started as a limited series, so I don't know, I mean, the extras for this, she hints at it <laughs> Okay, goes, maybe there's more to the story and I don't know. We'll see uh when it comes to that. Uh It's quoted as saying, twist, suspense and sumptuous style by Entertainment Weekly. Yeah, there's a lot of twists to this. And, of course, this is also directed by the person who did The Night Manager and The Bird Box. If you like those, you like that, yeah. And and it's written by the same people who did Big Little Lies. So there you go. They obviously know how to write for Nicole Kidman when it comes to that. For extras, you don't get a lot. We get a fair bit along across the two discs. You get Nicole Kidman and Hugh Grant introduce the undoing. And creating and doing a lot of behind-the-scenes on making it. And, and 11, the Undoing Revelations featurettes. These are like little inside-the-episode ones. There is no audio commentary in any of these six, which is a shame. I would have loved to have heard audio commentary by one of the directors or even Nicole Kidman or Hugh Grant. That would have been neat to hear that. Overall, as a six-issue lim- limited show, it does stand on its own. It, it is good. I'm I'm very curious to see if they go for a second season and how they do it. I still have yet to watch the second season of Big Little Lies. I have that on DVD. I will get around to that eventually, Ramblers, to see how they built on that. But uh, yeah, it it's it's a cool show and and definitely worth checking out because it it's a it's a murder mystery with a twist. And there's one scene at the end where you watch it and it's heartbreaking because there's the Decision near the end that a character makes, and it's like, <laughs> if you just not done that, if you just not done what you did, it all could have ended different. Everything could have changed if you just hadn't done it. And and seeing that, that's probably one of the most tragic parts about this whole story. So there you go. So that is my take of the Undoing on Blu-ray, the limited series courtesy of the great folks at HBO Home Entertainment and Warner Brothers Home Entertainment.
1: Stars shining bright above you Night breezes seem to whisper I love you birds singing in the sycamore tree, dream a little dream of me, say nighty night and kiss me, just hold me tight and tell me you're missing me, while I'm alone as blue as can be, dream a little dream of me. Stars fading, but I linger on, dear Still craving your kiss I'm longing to linger till dawn, dear Just saying this Sweet dreams till sunbeams find you Sweet dreams that leave all worries you but in your dreams whatever they be dream of that I'll dream of me
0: My digital movie review for this episode is Soul, courtesy of Walt Disney Home Entertainment. Now, Soul is one of those movies that came out on the same time in the theaters as Wonder Woman, but I never, you know, got a chance to see. And now that it's finally on video, I can get a chance to see it. Unfortunately, I was not able to get a physical copy of this release, so I'll just be covering the movie and not any of the extras. Hopefully down the road, I'll get a chance to get a copy of the physical. Either I'll buy it or I'll get sent to me. But for now, I'm just going to concentrate on the movie Soul is a movie that that revolves around a um I guess a a a, a, a um a jazz <laughs> pianist who who ha, who gets his life kind of um yeah so it's so it's sort of a, a, an older jazz pianist who after landing like the gig of a lifetime in New York finds himself trapped between the land of the dead and the living. Uh, like the, the life and afterlife in this thing and the the pianist is played by um, by Jamie Fox, and this is very much a jazz story so he he <laughs> he dies and or he, he critically injures himself in the most crazy way and then he's on his way kind of to the afterlife and this is of course a Pixar movie and, and he like goes well, wait a minute I don't really want to die yet I had this gig that I wasn't supposed to finish and, and he kind of hops off and lands in the, the the part of the amp kind of the middle area where he, he gets assigned he gonna get assigned to assign these these new young souls that are going to earth and the, the one he gets assigned to or he kind of locks into is the the, the character of 22 voiced by Tina Fey. <laughs> and so he's tr- and in in the in the effort to try to teach this young soul, to be ready because she's this 22 she's like tried and tried and tried and all these mentors have failed her and and so so the character of joe sees hey if i can get her a ticket to to Earth, i could use that ticket and get back to my body and she's like whatever i I don't mind doing it but in in the the effort to teach her they they fall through this little portal and his soul ends up in in a cat that's sitting on his lap in the hospital and her soul ends up in his body. So a good chunk of this movie is his soul trapped in a cat's body talking, but everybody else just hears the cat going, so she can hear his voice. And him, her 22 soul in his body, but everybody hears her talking like him. (laughs) <laughs> and then this are using the body, and then the awkwardness and the whole cat thing. That's the, the biggest humor I have of that. And so he, they, they, along the way, they meet this kind of uh, like a medical, physical dude that can find a way to, to switch, sort of bring his soul back and his body and get hers out. And along the way, it, it, it's she starts to discover by living. Through him, that maybe coming to Earth isn't such a bad thing after all. Maybe live, you know, the world isn't. Yeah, it's not crappy, but it's worth giving it a try. That's kind of the the the, the moral of of the whole story. Now, this is a first in a lot of ways for a Pixar movie because many people have complained about Pixar that it's so whitewashed and all the characters are white and it's not very representative, and not very diverse. And so this movie is kind of a course correction for that. And that pretty much all the characters for the most part, maybe some of the school kids he teaches uh, aren't, but for the most part, it's pretty much an African-American cast in this. and and that's, the focus. So it, it, it it's like, we're going to go the total opposite way and make this a pretty much a, you know, an African-American slash black kind of movie. And, and yeah, I guess, <laughs> I mean, to me, as, as I keep saying to your ramblers, uh, a good movie, I, unless a movie tries to point it out to me, a TV show tries to constantly point it out to me. I don't pay attention to how they look. I, I concentrate on the characters, now the act and, that's just a you know, part of it, but I, I don't dwell on that. It's it's not how a character looks in their race that gets me. It's how they act in their situations and what goes on that cooks me into a show. Okay? And 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 for the most part, while watching this, I just saw this guy as a failed jazz musician that stuck as a teacher, that really is <laughs> trying to get back to the second chance he feels he had to make it to the big time sort of thing. <laughs> and And that's it. That's how I looked at it. Now, uh not all Pixar movies get to me. I mean, for the most part, they do. I have still yet to see up. And the only other movie, Pixar, that I, I really tried to like, and it just and I said this in the review that I wasn't the target audience for it was Inside Out back in 2015. It's a nice enough movie. I watched it, but I felt I wasn't the target audience. It wasn't that young girl that they were trying to appeal to that in the movie. And as much as this was a good story, again, I feel, I don't feel I was the target audience for this, I, you know, because I'm, I'm a Caucasian dude. And, and if I was, you know, an African-American or black person looking for a you know, I, I don't see enough of myself in, in animation. You know, I don't, and I saw us and said, "Wow! Finally, it's it's me on the screen, animated, doing stuff and stuff." Then maybe that's more the target audience for. It. Maybe that's what they were going for. I had not We really watched the behind the, the, the scenes, so I can't really judge that completely. Is that what they were kind of deliberately going for? But you know, it, it is what it is. Uh, I I I like how like how how twenty two. Learn to appreciate living through, through that, <laughs> that kind of thing. Th- that, that's kind of neat. The music in it is very jazzy. If so you like a lot of jazz, it's there. Uh, wh- you know, to be honest, was there any kind of... Did, did the movie make me cry? Because if Pixar movies really get to me, dang it, they make me cry. Toy Story 2 or 3. With, with the one with Jesse. The Sarah McLaughlin song. I challenge you. Uh no, and, and did it did it, does it, it get to me like The Incredibles did because that I t- still love that movie. No, it, it, uh, it, it's it's not Sausage Factory. No, uh, is it? going to probably watch again. Maybe I'm in a hurry to. Not really. <laughs> it, it's what it is. But overall, it's, it's nice, it's it's family friendly. I don't think there's anything in there that's really like inappropriate poopy jokes or stuff like that. And, and the slap, the comedy slapstick part of that, that's that's the most enjoyment I got. I just it just them fumbling around in each other's bodies. Well, <laughs> it, it, it's fun. Um, uh, I, I, I would personally wait till it hits video to, to buy it, you know, and you get all the extras with it. And yeah, it, it's a fun movie, but I, I. I don't think I'm ultimately the, the intended audience for it or the one that's supposed to really appreciate it the most. So that's my review of the digital copy of Soul, courtesy of the great folks at Walt Disney Home Entertainment. Well, that's going to wrap things up for this edition of the show. hope you all enjoyed it. As always, you can touch me with a number of ways. You're going to check me out on Twitter I'm at Rambling Russ at R A M B L I N G R U S S. Tweet me on tweet you back. Appreciate all likes and favorites I get. And if you follow me, I will follow you on Twitter. I make that guarantee every time mm-hmm. uh, when it comes to that. And um, you can also check out all new shows, right? Of course, right here in the Talk Show Network. I'm show one eight four one one. That's my caller ID. Peels. If you look back for the old shows, all the shows I have here. And if you want to check out all the older episodes. Uh, you can check them out on Libsyn as http, full colon, backslash, backslash, as remember, .com. That's where my older shows are from 2006 to 2013. Then I switched to shoe. And you can check out older shows on iTunes under podcasts. Just type in Rambling Russell, and they are there. Of course, new shows are also on Google Spotify and Google Play, along with many other directors across the world my web, web, as, as older shows are as well. And check me out on Instagram, although I hardly ever use it because I'm still trying to figure it out. And Facebook as well because I've got a lot more hits on Facebook lately. That is it for this show. A uh, lot to talk about in coming episodes. Still away on my way through Doom Patrol Season 2 on Blu-ray, courtesy of Warner Brothers Home Entertainment. And uh, I did get an interesting book from DK recently. It is another Star Wars Lego book. This time it is Star Wars Lego Yotas. Galaxy Access with a really cool mini fake. I'll we'll give that review sometime soon. And a bunch of other stuff away. So we going to manifest season two, Helter Skelter. Uh, some more stuff from Well Go USA Entertainment, including uh for One, a ninja kind of story, and a few other titles, and some more stuff on the way. So keep looking checking my, um, Twitter feed for what i be reviewing in the next show. That's me. I've talked way too much today. <laughs> Bye everybody. Thanks for listening.